0: Next, ReachMD presents this month's special series, Focus on Nutrition and Nutrition Science. As increasing evidence points to nutrition as a key factor in disease prevention and management, we're highlighting current topics, research, and best practices in the field. Food labels are becoming ubiquitous in restaurants, on the front of packaged food, and soon on meat products. But is all of this nutritional information actually impacting consumer behavior and encouraging healthier food choices? You're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and our guest today is Dr. George Blackburn, Associate Professor of Surgery and Nutrition, Associate Director of the Division of Nutrition, and the S. Daniel Abraham Chair in Nutrition Medicine at Harvard Medical School. Thank you, Dr. Blackburn, for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Consumers are dealing now with increasing information about food rationing based on nutritional profiling. What does all of this mean?
1: It's complex enough. It means that physicians, healthcare providers have to help their patients because to take advantage of these food labels that we're now having the opportunity to see on products, to see in restaurants, to see in grocery stores, can help. Not by themselves, but in cooperation with a behavior program, we can eat healthier and all benefit from it.
0: Well, is this system of labeling actually encouraging healthier consumer behavior and choices? And if not, why not? In other words, I hear what you're saying. It needs more than just labeling, but if we just isolate the labels, are they doing enough? And if not, why?
1: Well, the answer could be yes or no in that There is beneficial information, and if one focus at a time, right now the hot spot is salt, and therefore we're asking people to look on the label and find out how much salt is in the product they have, and if they get that information on a can, if they get it on a package, if they get it in a store, and now if they get it in a restaurant, we can start to... Cut in half the necessary reduction in salt we need for a huge help, a huge reduction in high blood pressure and hypertension and the consequences of that, namely stroke. So I just use that as an example. Obviously, the Surgeon General wanted us to look at calories. This is a beautiful place to find the calories per serving, but they don't jump out at you. So working with a healthcare provider, Doing one of these things at a time, okay, I'm going to focus on salt. I'm going to focus on fat. I'm going to focus on calories. You can do that, but you can't throw them all together.
0: So it's almost that there's too much information on these labels. When I look at labels, and I have 20-20 vision when I wear my glasses, I almost find that I need a magnifying glass. And I often wonder, is this done on purpose by the manufacturers?
1: It is not. There's just so much space, and this was through testing a nutritional label, which has been around with us now for decades, and you're right. It just why we're thinking about, well, let's get this up on the menus. Let's get this on the front of the package, that this is a healthy food. Because you're right, to look at the fine print, unless you know what you're looking for, is not going to be very motivating to you.
0: The Grocer Manufacturing Association has come out with some labeling, and it includes a lot of information, calories, saturated fat, sodium, and sugar. Is this almost too much for us?
1: Probably. If you really were dedicated, say, I want to get it down. Well, I have a problem with that. Those are all the don'ts. Where are the do's? So what we really need to know is where's the fiber? So if you know, I'm compounding it by adding to the four you mentioned, which are too much calories, too much fat, too much salt, too much sugar... I'm asking, us get the fiber. We really need a lot of fiber to help our health and our bowel movements and our digestion so that in that case, I would be, but we can integrate those scores. So we could guide you to a healthy choice with a nice balance, minimizing the calories, salt, sugar, and fat and the plus of fiber and be helpful. And that's why we're working to just single labels, traffic light, here's a green food, here's a red food, here's a yellow food that will make it easier for the choice.
0: You did bring up the fiber as a positive nutrient, but manufacturers also want potassium Vitamin A, C, D, calcium, iron, protein, also included in the label. The other day, I looked at ice cream, and it had a big plus having to do with calcium. I walked away feeling that ice cream was probably the healthiest food in that grocery store because of the (laughs) added calcium. Of course, I'd like to believe that, especially if it's coffee ice cream. Again, you mentioned fiber. But there's this discourse about the other positive nutrients that they would like added. And I think Michelle Obama has responded to this, that this is often too much information.
1: I would agree with all of you that we're not going to make any groundwork by information overload. And we have to make baby steps. But there are some positive ways to do it. And the front of packaging, you know, with a traffic light, just as we know how to drive, Will be a good guide for us. In store advisors. When we go to get a medicine, there's a pharmacist there to advise us how to safely take that medication. Well, the complexity of healthy eating probably needs a coach. So I think that there's room and funds for stores who will want to have dieticians come in. In fact, many grocery stores do that. They give advice. of so what are healthy recipes and good foods to buy? And they often have sections of the store which are laid out so that if you just travel in those, you'll be leaning toward healthy food.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and our guest is Dr. George Blackburn. Dr. Blackburn is the Associate Professor of Surgery and Nutrition, Associate Director of the Division of Nutrition Nutrition and the S. Daniel Abraham Chair of Nutrition Medicine at Harvard Medical School. And we've been discussing, beyond the label, the impact of nutritional information on consumer behavior. You know, you touched on an interesting thing about traveling around the periphery of a grocery store, and I think that is a clue to behavior modification. I I remember in practice, I used to give my patients all kinds of, it sounded like silly advice, but don't go shopping with your children don't go shopping when you're hungry, put your food on a small plate, turn off the light in your refrigerator, all kinds of things like that, which were behavior and probably have a role if we are ever to deal with this epidemic of obesity.
1: I couldn't agree with you uh, more, and I guess that's what I was saying, You know, going beyond the label and being perplexed by it. We have to develop behavior, and the health care provider as we all know, is the most important person to give that information. Fortunately, advertisement doesn't do a good job on it. We would even argue that it may be misdirect. But this is why your listeners are so important, because they can make a difference. And those little suggestions that you gave about how to shop and do the periphery and don't take your kids and don't be hungry while you're shopping are important today. That's what behavior modification is. They need to be told over and over and over again, so they become a habit. That's the new science is that we know all this decision-making is sitting in our brain, and we need mindful awareness. We need mindful thinking to put these instructions that you gave your patients together with the food labels and net out with healthier food.
0: Well, you talked about health care providers, and you and I both graduated medical school in the 60s. And if I think back now on the amount of information that was given to me about nutrition during my medical school, four years, it was minimal. Maybe there was a little squeezed in in physiology, a little squeezed in in biochemistry, but certainly I didn't have any grasp of nutrition. I remember my daughters at the dinner table asking me, Dad, what has more calories, watermelon or cantaloupe? And I was wrong. You know, I hate to tell you what the answer I gave, but it was wrong. You're at Harvard Medical School, and do you think that we're doing a better job teaching our doctors to answer the questions that patients are coming to us about nutrition?
1: I think we can be very excited about that. We at Harvard now have a Students for Nutrition So this is coming from a wish a requirement that the students want and they very much understand that the healthier they are, the more fit they are, the better care they can provide their patients. Our dietitians not in the basement where they were when you and I were taking our training, but they're up on the wards. They're the ones who are working with the health care providers. They are one of the health care providers who are providing a medical nutrition treatment and analysis to speed up the other healthcare providers so the nurses can do what they do, the physicians can do what we do. But we have to have a partnership. Now, you know, we're all going to be in a home together, and that's just very exciting, and nutrition will be there and be helpful.
0: You know, you touched on, and I'd like to come back, a comment you made using traffic lights. The United Kingdom has this system of using traffic lights on their foods, red, green, and yellow. And also, people are beginning to talk about a single score, breaking food down to single scores. So you'll know when I pick out a movie, is it a four-star, a three-star, a two-star? And certainly, it influences my choices. Guiding stars is another type of topic that's being used to make a difference. Could you comment on these simpler things? Because I'm perplexed and I can imagine that much of our population is perplexed.
1: Uh, what we can find is so we have a very nice study going on with one of our regional grocery stores, Stop and Shop, who have these preferred customer cards that they can pass through and get a discount. They also give us permission to see what did they buy. And we can show that when all we do is put a traffic light simpler than traffic light, we just have one that has a little uh, logo on it that says this is a healthy choice. And again, with the healthy choice, with the traffic light, there is more use. There's more pickup. Now, not every food has to be a healthy choice. Just more has to be healthy choice than are not. 60-40 will cut the calories by 25% and will be along the way. I like the simple approaches. Certainly to start with, but they need education like our conversation today, and they need the behavior change so that we have one plan for the whole country. And maybe the FDA and maybe uh, Michelle Obama will come up with that before her campaign is over.
0: You've touched on the information that's now available, and from what I've seen, the consumer that's better educated and has a higher income utilizes this information. But certainly this is not the focus of the epidemic obesity in the United States. It certainly seems to be focused on the lower income, poorly educated, often minority groups, and they're not getting the message. So, yes, we're getting the message out, but we're probably bringing coals to Newcastle, and the people that we want to reach are not getting this information.
1: Well, they may not be getting it now, and we are certainly doing studies now, giving coupons. You certainly have heard the story that Walmart now is going to step up and discount the healthy foods, the fruits and vegetables. So I think examples like that will get to these food deserts. These will get to the lower socioeconomic neighborhoods that all of our towns and cities have, and we can reach out and help those people. So Even though it's not solved now, it's getting better. It can get better. We know where to go and what to do. We just have to get more people on board. The same thing we did for smoking. If we put all the energy we did to reduce smoking into eating healthy, every neighborhood would have better information to make healthy choices at a price they can afford.
0: Early studies in New York show that labeling is not having much of an effect in people leaving fast food outlets. How are we to combat cartoon characters and toys that emphasize a certain kind of food when we want the children really to hear the healthy message that will change their lives?
1: I think the Center for the Science of Public Interest has done that. They just are filing lawsuit after lawsuit. They're exposing these misdirections, and they're forcing them to be stopped. So these major companies who are doing that are finding out they're going to be exposed, and that's exactly you know, how we do it. We fight fire with fire, and we make it aware to people, and the toys will go away. And we're already having better advertising, but I agree that they've got us licked 10 to 1. But we'll get there, and we don't need as much money. We just need better ideas
0: this kind of show, getting the message out, talking to people, making them realize it's not only obesity, it's other chronic diseases that are associated with what you and I have been talking about. I want to thank you very much for talking to us today. And I think our listeners now will give some real thought to what kind of advice and encouragement they can give to their patients about the impact of nutrition labeling on their behavior. Thank you, Dr. Blackburn, for being with us today.
1: It's my pleasure, and have a good day, and I hope all your listeners benefited.
0: I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable, ReachMD, online, on demand, and on air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Nutrition and Nutrition Science. For downloadable podcasts of programs in this series, go to ReachMD.com and choose the series, Focus on Nutrition and Nutrition Science.